Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's episode is about a fresh perspective on purpose. Now that we're back from the break, what fresh perspectives do you have about purpose and your purpose? You had mentioned during our level 10 meeting earlier today that coming back to the technology, you feel a lot of resistance towards that. And I think that's a sign that whatever you were doing last year is not going to work for you this year moving forward. So I'm just curious if there's any fresh perspectives that you received throughout your break about your purpose that you can share with us. If you want to make God smile, make a plan. Or if you want to make God laugh, make a plan. I think at certain stages we evolve in ways that we could not expect. And sometimes we evolve so quickly and so fast that all of a sudden everything shifts and changes in ways that we could not foresee or foreshadow or anticipate. When you make a plan, all of a sudden, a month later, seems like that plan no longer makes any sense or that plan no longer is resonating with your soul. And that can make you feel a bit lost or overwhelmed or frustrated, not knowing which path to go. It may leave you confused where the things that used to resonate with you a month ago, all of a sudden, they don't resonate with you anymore. And for the human, ego that can be very overwhelming and that can be it can make you feel like you don't have any orientation with your purpose and that's how i feel right now why do you say that before i took one month off i was in the groove of a certain routine we had a certain flow with how we do things with lifepurpose.com there was a routine to it there was a plan there was a strategy and then I took a month off just to take care of myself and really just be not doing much, not seeing anyone and really just going within and having a lot of rest. And today was the first day coming back to our lifepurpose.com meeting on Zoom using technology again. And all of a sudden I was overwhelmed with a lot of resistance in my body a lot of overwhelm. I was even shivering, feeling emotionally overwhelmed with the thought of continuing the way we did last year. And that clearly indicates to me that once again, the path, the journey must shift. You know, it's, you know, it's contradictory about what you're saying is, and this is recorded on one of the earlier podcast episodes when we started doing the podcast sometime in last summer is in this one episode in particular, you were like complaining that you weren't creatively expressing yourself enough. And I remember just sitting there listening to you and I could feel the human side of you just bantering on about how badly Hamma wanted to create. And I forget exactly what the words were, but it was something along the lines of, man, like I want to create, I want to create, I want to do, I want to do, I want to do, I want to do. And I don't know if you really understood like 
the act of creation is not just the things that you, the Hamla, think are appealing, but are encompassing all the things that go along with the entire act of creation. So it's not just the idea, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have this? It's the act of, you're gonna, if you want this thing that you say you wanna do, if you wanna fulfill your purpose, like you say you wanna do, then you better be ready to take action on the days when you feel like it and the days when you don't feel like it. You better be able to show up consistently and perform. And I don't think that you were necessarily thinking about, hmm, if I have interviews with people, what's the actual ask, like what's all that's entailed in that process? And I think now you really get to see, and this is where you probably can understand me more now, where I say, I don't want any part of creation. I'm, I'm done creating. I've created enough. I want to embrace more the beingness and effortless simplicity way of living. And I don't know if I can agree with you with what you're saying about if you want to make God smile or laugh, have a plan. Where do you receive the plan to begin with? Isn't that the whole purpose of the plan? You have a plan for your purpose. You take action on it. At some point, you realize like the GPS navigation, it may reroute and recalculate because there's a faster way to get to the destination that you want to get to. Yeah, that's a good way of saying But you're never going to know unless you actually start, you know, taking the action, taking the car out of the driveway, out of the garage, and putting your foot on the gas pedal and going to drive. You're never going to know if there's an easier way for you to navigate that route. And the month off that we had from the end of December 2023 up until now, I believe that that was the time for us to get recalculated on our route to where the universe and God is saying, hey guys, wow, you guys did a great job. And because you did a great job, we're going to reward you now and we're going to show you that there's an even easier, faster, better, simpler, more efficient way to do this. Glad that you see that. Of course, you have to. It's not that we're going backwards. It's actually we have shifted timelines and it's even more accelerated. But the human thinks, oh my, I'm going backwards because I'm not sticking to the old plan. Why would you think you're going backwards? No, if anything, you're accelerating, you're, you're upgrading but you're doing it in a more efficient way that doesn't require more effort on your part. Effortless simplicity. That's what we're going for. You just have to, and this is the thing about the human. When it comes to, to living your purpose, the human can only see but so far. That's where you rely on God, you rely on faith, you rely on the spirit world to help you navigate and recalculate and to receive new visions and new guidance and new insights when there is a detour that you have to take, maybe you're thinking go straight to get to your destination, but the universe is saying, hey, you actually got to go left real quick and then take this right over here and then go take another left and then go down that way for a little bit because you may be thinking you're going straight, but you're actually going to run up into uh, a whole bunch of construction on the road and then you're going to have to turn back around and circle back around. But if you're saying, oh, we had a plan and we're not sticking to that plane, I highly disagree with that because we are. We're just now modifying how we go about executing that plan without any extra work on our part. And 
in terms of, if you ask me, fresh perspective on purpose, this was something that I already was introduced to a few years ago. It was uh, The 10X Principle by Grant Cardone. But there was another book that resurfaced in my Audible library. It was called 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And in this book, they basically said that in order for you to really accelerate your results, in order for you to get everything that you absolutely want and then some, you have to upgrade your mindset into a 10x way of thinking. So over this break, what I got from this, okay, and Hema, I, I, this is where I just don't agree with what you're saying about, you know, we have a plan and, you know, you want to make God laugh or smile or whatever, have a plan. No, this is the plan that God gave us. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to disvalue that vision and I'm not going to disvalue that plan. That's the plan. I'm going to honor it until God gives me a new plan. God is wanting us. I believe that God is wanting us to now 10x because we have put the work in. But in the process of 10xing, there is no way that we can double the amount of work on ourselves. It's impossible. It's impossible. And this is what I saw for myself in this last year. I put a lot of energy and a lot of time into redoing the website, setting up the podcast, guiding you on how to do the YouTube stuff, the videos, because I've had experience with my own YouTube channel, writing blog posts, 1500 word blog posts, researching, doing all the SEO, the linking, everything for the website, for liferivers.com, sending out newsletters every single week for the last six months up until the break point, up until the time when we had the month off. And that time off, I believe God was communicating to me now saying, hey, wow, you guys did such a great job. I want you to now go 10x now with this. I want you guys to now go to the highest levels that you go because you've proven, you've proven that you can handle this work. You've proven that you're sincere about this. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe there was a channel message that you received last year, something about if you don't do something with lifepurpose.com, you're going to lose it or let it go, right? So at least we took that initiative and that momentum to say, okay, we have to do this. Now that we have, I believe God is saying to us, amazing, bravo, I'm so proud of you. You've stuck to this plan. You've shown that you can be consistent. You've shown that you can do this. And now I want to make it even easier for you guys. But in order for this to happen even easier, I don't want you guys to work as much as you have been working. And I don't want you guys to work any more than you have to work. I want to bless you guys with a different way now, a different path. And I believe that this is what we are being introduced to now, or we're being reminded of right now. So the 10X principle, I first heard it from Grant Cardone, and then I got the reminder from the, the book, now that I have the 10X planner from Grant Cardone, and I went through the book, 10X is easier than 2X. What stuck out to me a lot, the perspective that it gave me about purpose and about our purpose moving forward and anyone's purpose in general is the aspect of resting just as much as you take action. Because the action that you take is only a certain percentage of what's actually going to give you the results. This is also connected to another book that I'm reading now by, I think his name is Ryan Koch, and it's called The 80-20 Principle. It's the same concept as 10x is easier than 2x, 
but the idea is basically this. Any action that you take, only 20% of that action is actually going to give you 80% of the results that you want. And 80% of the actions that you do take are only going to give you 20% of the results. So isn't it better that you now take away the 80% of the stuff that you're doing that's only going to give you 20% results and actually just focus all your energy on the 20% of things that you do that give you 80% of results that you want for whatever your purpose is, for whatever goal you have in life, whatever you're working towards. That's the mindset shift. That's the perspective. That's the fresh approach. That's the thing that I always knew for all these years. It's just now having the resources to be able to execute that vision. Yeah. Yeah, there is no way for me to do all the things that need to get done to manifest a vision. I'm not, once again, I am not a one-person army. And it is absolutely, it is foolish to believe that you as one person or as a two-people team can manifest the vision that we have for LifePurpose.com. It is, it's going to leave you drained just thinking about it. And this is what I've told you from the very beginning. We need a team. If you're planning to build a media company, you need a team. You need the financial resources. You need support. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. You, you would be so arrogant and so foolish to think that you can do it by yourself. That's a very perfectionist, me, me, me mindset. It takes a team of people to build something really, really powerful. Really, really powerful. So you have to... You have no choice but to let go of that prior way of thinking that I remember you said, said this before, a one-woman army. You used to consider yourself a one-woman army. What the hell does that even mean? That it's all about you and that you have to do it all by yourself? Are you crazy? Well, that was a mindset because the resources to have an entire team were not there. But even before that, you had this mindset of... It's got to be you that does it, this independence thing, because maybe you felt that people were not responsible enough or you couldn't trust people or whatever the issue is. For me, the issue was the financial resources. It was, I know I need to hire a team of people. I don't want to do all this work. Not at all. I need money for this because people are not going to work for free. How do I get my hands on the money to be able to afford the right people? This has always been my conundrum. Yeah. And the other perspective that I got from this, and I think that is very applicable to what we're talking about right now, is now that you see, now that you are more aware of, of what it takes to even edit one YouTube video. Now, imagine you just did one YouTube interview. You just edited one. Imagine if you had to do hundreds of them every single week, every single year creating YouTube videos, creating the descriptions, creating the shorts, promoting it, advertising it every single week, that would get very exhausting. This hopefully now makes you consider how valuable other people are to your vision and hopefully makes you really appreciate having a team of people and valuing them financially and monetarily and rewarding them and compensating them for their time. Because this is a lot of work. And you've only been doing some aspects of this. Imagine having to do all aspects of this on your own. You would be absolutely stuck. You would be absolutely stuck. And you could not 
get that bird's eye view and stay in that bird's eye view so that you can see and think bigger picture. And that's very important. And I think that as we, as anyone lives their purpose, if they allow themselves to be stuck in the operating of the things and don't evolve their purpose as God intends them to, they will be stuck. So I'm taking this as a sign right now for this last month. I'm taking this as a sign as God is saying, hey, Gabe, guys, Hema, you have proven that you can do this. That's great. But now we need you to go to the next level. In order for you to go to the next level, you know you need to focus on your trading. You know you need to work on your flaws, your emotional, psych psychological flaws for trading. Overcome that. Get it together. Get more financial resources. Put it to where you need to put it to because we need you to go to another level now with this. If you continue to operate the same way you've operated from, you're going to be stuck. <laughs> you don't want to be stuck. You And who said that? Albert Einstein. You cannot solve a problem with the same level of thinking you use to create the problem. You have to create a new consciousness. You have to create a new way of thinking, a new mindset in order to transcend whatever the topic is. So we have to evolve. Part of evolving in consciousness as a person, as a soul in these human bodies is going to require us to be in our bodies and to be connected with how we feel. How do we feel when we do things? How do we feel when we create? How do we feel with our daily routine? If we are connected with our bodies, we're going to know when there is resistance. Mm -hmm. We're going to know when it feels off. We're going to know when it feels hard. And that is a clear indication that, no, there is a different way. You have to know that there is a way of effortless simplicity. There is a way for you to flow. There is a way that feels good. There is a way that is filled with joy. But if you, whether you have a business or you have a job or whatever you are doing right now for a living or you are already working on your purpose, if you find yourself continuously bumping into resistances and you don't feel good, you have to know that something is off. And you have to know that there is a different way of simplicity, of, of flow. There's an interesting quote. And you can't, you can't be stuck in your mind. You can't be stuck in your mind thinking, no, this is what I said I'm going to do two months ago. So I have to force myself on this path. You have to be able, once again, to pivot and to change and to be flexible. I don't think the plan has changed at all. I just think our approach to executing the plan is what is being modified. And that's all that that is. That is the better way of saying it. So it's all not the is. plan that's changed. But how did you say? It's the way we've gone about executing or the way that we're going about executing the plan that is changing, that is evolving. Yeah. And this is 2024. I believe that there's a certain chapter for everything where we have to, at some point, evolve. What I was going to say was that there's an interesting quote by Steve Jobs that directly reflects what you just said about the job, the purpose, whatever, if you doesn't feel aligned to you, you have to pay attention to that by being in your body, right? And so this quote by Steve Jobs, I don't know verbatim, but it basically goes along the lines of, if you wake up and you look in the mirror for like two or three days in a row, and you're about to do the thing that you're going to do, 
for work or for a living and you're not happy, something has to change. Mm -hmm. You've got to change something. So by you saying, I felt this resistance coming back to the technology. I felt the resistance and the overwhelm to doing this thing. That's a clear indication that you're no longer in alignment with this. This is now a friction point. And for you to go back to that would be basically you being stuck in the hammer 2023.0 version of yourself. We're now in 2024. We got to go to the next version. It doesn't mean lifepurpose.com is dead. It doesn't mean we're on the standstill with things. It doesn't mean we're going back to 2022 and before. No, it means that if we're going to really take this up to the next level, we got to play full out. How do you play full out? Would you rather play 2X or would you rather play 10X? This is... I'm inviting you to please share more on the 2X and the 10X work for listeners because I believe everyone really needs to hear this concept mm -hmm. for their purpose and the importance of of this concept of the 2X and the 10X and how it applies to... to sure, sure. The, I, I think this is absolutely vital and critical for anyone to live their purpose. You need that perspective. You need to take that break off to get yourself together, to reflect on what you did in the last year, and then to say, was, was I satisfied with this? Or do I need to correct course? Because once again, if you, it, like the airplane analogy we use in one of the podcast episodes, if you're riding an airplane, if you're driving an airplane, you're the pilot, and you go 300, 400, 500 miles, in one direction, but you go one degree off course from where you originally intended. That's like the difference between landing in Atlanta, Georgia, and New York. Where, where are you going to be? Where do you want to end up? So you have to really understand that. And the 10X concept, it's, it's nothing new. It's, I remember I first heard it from Grant Cardone, who's a, a highly successful sales uh, person that became an entrepreneur and, and now does these amazing interviews with like Floyd Mayweather, Alex Argent, like a lot of celebrities. And I remember hearing about his 10X concept, his 10X principle years ago. And the concept is basically this, anything that you do, don't try to just do it like marginally better, do it 10X better. The book, that I just finished listening to listening to at the beginning of the break when we first started was called 10X is easier than 2X. It's basically another way of saying this compared to like the 80-20 principle. I want to add on to this. It also means playing bigger is easier and better than playing small. Yes, exactly. So 10X is easier than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And by the way, the 10X rule the 10X Principle is a, is a book Grant Cardone also authored, so you can check those out. But in this book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, Dan Sullivan, an entrepreneur, very successful entrepreneur, Benjamin Hardy, also have been basically sharing the same ideas. And the ideas were the following. 10X is easier than 2X, and it's far better than 2X. You always want to go for 10X. You don't want to go for 2X. 10x is a completely different way of thinking from 2x. 2x is I need to work harder. 10x is how do I actually achieve in like exponentially greater results than what I'm doing right now without 
putting any more time or energy on my part, okay? You only have 24 hours in a day, and that's the case for all human beings, myself included. We only have 24 hours in a day. How we spend those 24 hours is absolutely vital. You cannot go on four, four three hours of sleep, three, four hours of sleep a night. You need a certain amount of sleep. Me personally, I need a certain amount of sleep. I need like eight, nine hours of sleep. Then that leaves a certain amount of your day, okay? How much actual quality work can you actually get in? How much deep focus work can you get in a day? And science has already proven and shown that humans are not wired for eight hours of focused work a day. At most, at best, at absolute best, you have the early morning hours and you have like a four to five hour window max where like you are in deep, deep focus. That's when you want to do your work. After that, anything like after lunchtime, your, your willpower, your focus, your energy goes down significantly. Everything else after that is wasted energy. Now imagine if you had two hours only of quality focus work. That is so interesting you mentioning that. What would you do with those two hours of quality focused work? Two hours a day, that's what I've been thinking lately how can i how can i how can i just really do things for a maximum of two hours a day this is just be the rest this is what the youtuber we met in bali reminded us of like i knew this was possible and this is what i was always working for but then when we met him in 2018 it was like yes he validated what i knew he was only working two hours a day at best and all he was doing was sending out emails and talking to his team. Before that, when he was starting up his online business, he was spending 13, 14 hours a day on customer support alone. You cannot build a business if you're focused on customer support. You need a team and that's when he got a team. And he has a team of like six to 10 VAs and from what I remember. So the 10X principle is exactly that. Instead of working 14, 15 hours a day, like some entrepreneurs are like go hard hustler entrepreneurs, which I think honestly, they're full of shit when they do say that they do work 15, 16, 18 hours a day. I don't think that they're saying that from an operating perspective. They're saying that more from a delegation perspective, probably. You cannot possibly imagine being a full-time content creator. You're posting on YouTube, Facebook, Twi TikTok, Twitter, all these social media platforms. Then on top of that, taking care of your health and wellness and well-being. On top of that, taking, like having a job or whatever it is that you do, it is impossible. You're going to burn out. You're going to drive yourself crazy. So 10x is easier than 2x is basically that. It's, it's forcing you to think much differently than how you have before. It is forcing you to let go of any perfectionist mindsets and give up control. And I think that that is the limiting factor with a lot of people is that they believe that if they're going to do this thing, that it's only can up to them and they are the only ones that can do it. So they must be the ones that touch it. Mm. But the 10X way of thinking is saying, okay, I am only good at what I'm good at. Let me focus on that. Everything else that I'm not good at, everything else that I hate doing that I don't like doing, I need to outsource this to someone who actually enjoys it because if you may hate writing blog posts, someone I guarantee you loves writing blog posts. Hire that person. Let them do that work and you do the work that you enjoy. You create the win-win situation. 
you now have an outsourced blog post that is probably going to be much better written than you could have ever possibly written it. On top of, you've got your time back to focus on the things that you enjoy doing more, okay? 10x is easier than 2x. In the book, they talked about Michelangelo. Do you know who Michelangelo was, Emma? The artist? Yeah. Right? So Michelangelo, this is, I never knew this until, until I heard it from the book. And I don't know how true that is, but wow, that was really fascinating. So Michelangelo, when he was around 18 or 19 years old, he had this real deep passion for art and sculpting. And he had this idea in mind of creating a sculpture. He called it the, the David, I think this was. The story of how Michelangelo created the David, though, is very interesting. Thank you for listening to the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you enjoy our content, I invite you to also join our free newsletter where we share exclusive content. Click the link in the description below or go directly to LifePurpose.com and sign up to our newsletter. And now back to the episode. So Michelangelo at the time, he needed to study anatomy. He needed to study anatomy to be able to, to do the David because the David was a huge structure out of marble. So what wound up happening was David, for whatever reason, Michelangelo, sorry, Michelangelo, he knew for whatever reason he could not carve the David the way he wanted to just from studying anatomy books. So what he did was he started studying cadavers, but he wasn't a medical student, so he couldn't get access to cadavers. So here's what he did. He started finding dead people. How did he go about finding the dead people? Well, in where he was living, I think this was in London, he was going to like the poor houses and he was digging up their graves at night. He would find the ones that had died and he started dissecting them and, and studying their muscles and everything. And he was doing this for months. He got used to the smell of rotting bodies, etc. And he knew that if he had pulled this off, he would become like, it would catapult him in terms of his career. So Michelangelo knew he had to really focus on this. So he did this for months in the middle of the night, he would go and he would dig up these dead bodies. And he started studying, he studied, he studied. He studied all the contours and all the, the textures and everything. He put all his energy into that one thing which he absolutely enjoyed. And then when it came time to sculpt the David, he nailed it. He nailed it so much that, that politicians, public figures of that time, they were all hungry for Michelangelo's work and he was paid incredibly. And that's when he was commissioned to do the Sistine Chapel he did all these amazing works, but in order for him to get there, he had to 10X himself. Another example is with the co-author, Dan Sullivan. And when he started up his, his coaching company, he mentioned that at the beginning, he was working quite often, but it wasn't until he started really cutting it back, his hours. He started like taking more days off. He started being more intentional about his time and his focus and applying this 10x principle where eventually he got to the point where he took half the year off he took four to five weeks off a year like in a complete stretch and then he take like three four day weekends off 
anything that he could do that was in his zone of genius, that's all he focused on. Everything else, he gave it to someone that it was in their zone of genius. And what was the result of that? Every single year, he's been able to successfully double his income as a result. He's been able to exponentially grow his company's revenue every single year because of this way of thinking. Another example that was used in the book, let's say you have a thousand customers for whatever your product or your service is, and they pay you $10 a month, okay, for that product or service. They pay you $10 a month and you've got a thousand customers. The 10x principle is not how do I get more customers? The 10x principle is how do I give more value to those customers and extract value from them? Okay, so what do you do? You increase your pricing 10x. So what was now a $10 product or service is now a $100 product or service, 10x. You may lose half your clients, but in the process of 10xing and losing half your clients or half your customer base, the other half that remains more than makes up for the other half that has said, this is too expensive for me, 10x. So it's in that concept, it's in that way of doing things, operating, that you do not think more is better. It's the same thing for trading. Another example for trading, if I were to apply this to the actual trading. In the beginning, when we started our trading journey, and I remember you in particular, because we didn't have that direction, we were going for trading on the five-minute time frame because that's what everyone and their mom was talking about. You're, you're a retail trader, you're a day trader, you have to trade the five-minute or some low time frame, which is absolute nonsense. You're going to pay lots of costs and, and commissions, and then plus what if the trade takes you out and you get it wrong? It's a disaster. The two-x way of thinking is I need to trade more. I need to spend more time on the screen. The 10x way of thinking is I need to actually move to a higher time frame because that's where the better signals are. I need to trade with the big guys and trade how the big institutional guys play. That's 10x. I need to take less trades. I need to work on my emotions. I need to work on being at peace. I need to work on being relaxed. That's 10x. So when it comes to your life purpose, this is important because moving forward, how have you been living your purpose in years prior is not going to be what's going to get you to the 10x, the big vision God has given you. And I guarantee you, God has given you a huge vision for your purpose. But in saying that, you cannot possibly think that who you are now is going to be the same person that is going to be capable of manifesting 10x. You cannot be a small one playing the big game. You have to become the big one. How do you become the big one? The big one is 10x. It's the 10x version of you. That's it. It's going to stretch you. It's going to stretch you. I feel that. It's, it feels foreign at first. It feels freaking uncomfortable. Like I feel I'm being stretched right now. Day one, coming back after the break. I feel like my mind sometimes is going crazy. But that's also you not being grounded in, in the mental frame of being calm, 
right? But maybe even that's a good thing too, because maybe you do need to get unrooted. Maybe the identity of Hema needs to get unrooted and unplugged and taken out of there so that the new Hema can come in. Maybe that's a good thing. And maybe it's good that you feel overwhelmed now. I'm sure it has a purpose. Of course, it all has a purpose. And so when it comes to the perspective on our purpose and how we move forward, how we live our lives, how we go about, how we've been executing our purpose, absolutely it needs to change. Absolutely it's going to evolve. It cannot stay the same, otherwise we're going to get the same results that we've always been getting. We need to, to evolve now at this stage. We're going to continue doing the podcast. We'll continue doing the blog post and the newsletter Un up until now. Sure, that's fine. But to get to that next stage, the 10x stage, we've been talking about doing documentaries, movies about life purpose. You think who we are now is going to be the same people that's going to be capable of doing that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you really want to inspire lots of people, Emma, and, and do what you really have set out to do, and liberate people like you've talked about and get people to live their purpose, who this person is right now is not going to be the same person that's 10x. Yeah, and 10x also includes you having the right people to work with you and to work for you that are passionate about purpose. That are going exactly, that are going to be willing to grow. That. And it's not comfortable because not everyone, like you just said, feeling overwhelmed, uncomfortable, not everyone is comfortable 10xing themselves. Not everyone is comfortable being a big one and living out their purpose. Not everyone is comfortable being the big one, 10xing themselves, 10xing their purpose, and unleashing their life purpose. The biggest realization I am having right now at this stage of my purpose is I'm realizing right now the vital importance that my purpose is going to require a bunch of great people. It's not about Hema's purpose. Collective. It's our purpose. Yes. And I can not move forward as an individual without having the willing team players, purpose players. Co-creators. You're going to need that. And, and that's what I'm, I've told you this from the beginning. I told you this since day one. But in order for you to get the A players, you've got to put a lot of value on them and nurture them. And you've got to compensate them well. You've got to compensate because it's not your vision. It's not going to exist without, you, without them not just about you and this is also i think the 10x way of thinking is it's again getting back to what i've been talking about with the selfishness and the depression and you know feeling sorry for yourself you got to start really being of service and i think that's what the purpose is that's what life living your life purpose is about it's about being of service to others it's not about being of service to just yourself yeah there is you've got to think about yourself and it's got to meet some type of need for you but for the majority, this is about you serving others. And think about that. If you don't have something that people actually want and they don't buy anything from you, you've got no revenue coming in. If you don't have any revenue coming in, you can't hire people. You can't hire people. You can't have people make really great things for lifepurpose.com. It ceases to exist. It's just a hobby then. It's not a business. It's just something you do to pass the time. Are you a hobbyist or are you a professional? It's a different mindset. 
It's a different game you're playing. And if we're going to do this, we might as well do this as big as we can possibly do it. And in order for that to be manifest and possible, we have to 10x. There is no more working hard or working harder or longer hours. It's, it's impossible. It is now about figuring out how to get the team together and pay them financially to be able to continue this operation. If anyone is going to really, truly actualize themselves and live their best life, 100% you need financial resources. 100%. Food costs money. Shelter costs money. Phone costs money. Everything. Money. Everything. Who said that? Wu-Tang. Cash fools everything around me. Cream. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, yo. There's a reason why these guys have said this. This is the reality of this. In this world, in this matrix, in this thing that we call life. Don't resist it. Accept it. And make it bend to your will. The other thing that, that this time gave me in the realization was that, man, I have been doing things that I do not want to do. And that has made me unhappy. Just like you had left off with the last episode that we did, episode 38, where you were crying and you were saying, man, you're like, you're really unhappy. Do you still feel that unhappiness now? Or has that changed for you since that time? A month ago taking the month off it was really good for me and i started to enjoy most of my days a lot just taking time for me and nurturing myself going for long walks just eating beautiful food and really just being there for myself and having time to do nothing to sit to breathe to meditate this was life-giving and uh, I enjoyed it 100% and I want my life to be more like that. And this is also, that. that's great that you said that. And this is also where you have to realize, and this is where I've been coming from this whole time, Emma. Like you talk about starting a business, like this is why I was always like, oh, no, it's like, it's a lot of work because it's a lot of work. If you do not have a team to help you with this, it's a lot of work to build a business and, and a successful business at that. You need a team of people. It's not just, oh, I'm going to start this business today and then I'm going to start this business next month and then that business next month and then that business the other month. You're, you're delusional. You're out of your mind. One thing, make that the best thing. That's the 10X. That's the 80%. That's the one thing you need to focus on. That thing that gets you excited. That is the purpose. That's your purpose. That's the only thing that you should focus on. And this is why I say, hey, look, Hamlet, look, I know how this has to, to look like, but we just have to play our game. And right now, what I think it is for us is that we're playing the long game. And well, let's just really own that. Let's accept that and just say, hey, you know what? It may not be this year that we're making movies, but maybe 10 years from now, there's a LifeRumors.com movie. Maybe 10 years from now, there's a LifeRumors.com subscription service where you got access to on-demand documentaries and interviews with people from all over the world about their life purpose. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Just accept it. And I think this is also the thing too about modern world today is that a lot of people are freaking impatient. Be more patient. Play the long game. Have a long-term approach. Is this what I would be doing long-term? And just like you with the month off and how you enjoyed 
the time to do the things that you wanted to do. I deeply enjoyed all the sleep I got. I deeply enjoyed little technology time. I deeply enjoyed listening to audiobooks. I deeply enjoyed cooking for you and mama and then just hanging out after that. I deeply enjoyed, you know, going to the lake when I could and doing the plunge and then recovering and, you know, doing all the things that I wanted to do. And and being free of time. Exactly. Exactly. And I wasn't, at some point, I wasn't looking forward to coming back. But as we got closer and closer, I came into the acceptance and I said, okay, this is what I can do. This is my holy work. This is what I will contribute. And everything else I cannot do after that. We're going to have to 10x. And that's the first thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to absolutely hire a virtual assistant to outsource the things that I have been operating and doing for liferivers.com. Editing the podcast, creating the show notes, writing the blog posts, writing the newsletters. That will be automatically off my plate as soon as I can do that. Because that's not my zone of genius. That's not what makes me happy. That's not how I can best contribute to this idea, to this concept thing. And I would suggest you figure out the same thing for you as well. Do you Are you really passionate about interviewing people for LifePurpose.com? Are you really, truly passionate about leading meetings? You got to figure that out for yourself. I am I, a systems guy. I like, I like the systems. I like putting it all together and, and, and making sure that it works without my involvement. That's what gets me excited. But in terms of having me on camera, in terms of me even speaking, like I, I don't, I don't enjoy it. I don't find fulfillment in that necessarily. But you have to find your thing. You have to find your box that you like to play in, and that's something that Kobe Bryant that I took from one of Kobe Bryant's interviews. Find your box and make your box the most beautiful, special box that you can make it. You know. We're all designed for something. We all came here with a special skill and a special gift. And that's, that skill, that gift, that is our purpose that we can then give and be of service with. But you're not going to actualize that if you hold on to the mentality of 2X, thinking I'm just going to work harder, I'm going to work longer. It's up to me. I'm a one-person army. I'm a one-woman army. I'm a one-man army. And whatever delusional stories you've told yourself. Well, I believe a lot of people have this, what do you call delusional story? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of listeners. They're going to be asking themselves now, well, that sounds all great. I want to 10x myself, but how am I going to get the money together to 10x myself? If I'm a solopreneur or self-employed and I'm just making enough money to feed my family right now. But this, this is it. This is it. This is why you have to even change how the way you make money. You cannot think about trading your time for money anymore. So then you're saying to everyone that is listening, if you want to 10x yourself, you have to at one point, not at one point, it has to be your priority to focus on the financial. Fuck yes. Absolutely. Part of your life and make that your priority. Whoever is listening to me right now, I am absolutely telling you because I have been through the shit myself. I have been through the fucking mud myself. I have been poor. I have been homeless. I have been fucking hungry since I was a teenager. Me and a single mom and seeing her struggle. She was making only about 500 United States dollars every two weeks. 
$1,000 a month at best. Living in Brooklyn, New York City. Whore. Rats coming out of the fucking walls. Rats coming to, to, to try to eat my hand while I'm sleeping. Roaches crawling all over me. I am telling you because I have been through the shit. Money is a lot of things. And if you want to get yourself from a 2x place to a 10x place, money is the gasoline. Since 2018, Emma, have you not seen that? We have been able to travel all over the world, eating at the finest restaurants, Airbnbs, traveling nonstop. Why? Because we had the financial resources. And I am absolutely 100% telling you guys, if you want to 10X yourself this year, okay, straight up, if you want to 10X yourself this year, increase your prices. Don't just increase them 10%, increase them 10X. I am telling you, if you are doing something where you're trading your time for money, stop trading your time for money and start working in groups. Figure out how you can coach people in groups, okay? There's a company that I, I, I worked with. I did the, their coaching stuff, Clients on Demand. There were people that were making $3,000 a month as a coach, barely making ends meet. They did this program and then they started making $50,000 a month, $100,000 a month. That is what I'm telling you to do. Same thing with the uh, Dan Sullivan, with his coaching company. If he was charging, let's say $500 for, for a coaching package, he bumped it up to $5,000 for a coaching package. If you're charging $150 for a massage, charge fucking $500 for a massage. 10 exit. But in order for you to be prepared, mark my words, be prepared though. If you're going to do that 10x, you're going to lose a lot of people. You're going to lose a lot of people. Why? Because you're making an abrupt shift in reality. You're no longer vibrationally aligned to those people. Those people are no longer vibrationally aligned to you because you're 10x. So guess what? You now need to find 10x people that are able to do that with you. You got to start all over again. Get over it. Reality check. Reality check. Get over it and stop being afraid of that shit. When I was a personal trainer in New York City, I started out charging on my own $70 a session for one hour. Then I had to make the 10x leap. I started charging 150. I lost a lot of people, but I got a lot of time on my hands. With that time, I figured out how to do other things, build other skills, 10x, get your time back. And that's the way to do it. You need money. You need money to get your time back. Let's be for real. Let's be for real, you know? And this is, I think, a huge problem with um, some people in the spiritual community. It's like, yeah, they're talking about law of attraction and manifestation. Okay, but then show me how you actually did it. Show me how you actually did it. You got, you had to take action. It still takes action to do this. It still takes nose to grindstone. But you got to be smart about what is your 80%. You got to be smart about how to conserve your energy, resting like a lion so you can eat like a lion. You have to be smart about where you, where you swing your sword. Don't swing your sword in multiple places on the tree. Swing your sword, swing your axe at the same place in the same location with the same amount of momentum. Sharpen your blade, sharpen your axe. And if you don't do that, whose fault is that? Rich dad, poor dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, 
the cash flow quadrant book. I don't know if you finished it, but that's basically the concept. There's people that live on the left side of the cash flow quadrant and people that live on the right side of the cash flow quadrant. The people that live on the left side of the cash flow quadrant trade their time for money. The people on the right side of the cash flow quadrant create value, okay? They're not, their goal is to get their time and freedom, okay? Are you living to work or are you working to live? You know what I'm saying? The left side of the cash flow quadrant from the east side, the employee, right? People that work a nine to five, people that work a certain amount of, of hours and they get paid by the hour and get paid salary, they're dependent on a paycheck. The people on the S side, okay, the self-employed people, they may be the perfectionists that think that they, they have to do it all. They have to do the accounting. They have to do the marketing. They have to do the sales because no one else can do it for them or they're too scared or they're not leveling up enough to create the financial resources necessary to do the things that they have to do to outsource and leverage other people that are far better at those things than they are. People on the right side create the systems. That's the B side, the business side. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. And when you pay those people who are in their zone of genius, you're going to have the highest quality of work done. And that is gonna obviously increase your value and your revenue. It just makes so much sense. And that is where your money wants to go, to pay the best people for the best work, for the best creation, which then is gonna increase the value of your product or your service, 100%. The last insight on perspective that I got for lifepurpose.com and during this break for myself, especially about purposes, I don't know if lifepurpose.com is necessarily my purpose, but it gives me a sense of purpose. And I will say this to anyone that's listening or that's been asking themselves, like, what's my purpose or what's my purpose, you know? Sometimes it also doesn't have to be the, the huge, big, 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 big things. Sometimes having a sense of purpose can be being a mother, being a good mother, being a good father, being a good friend, being a supportive role player to someone's vision or something. And You will know when you feel a sense of purpose. Yes. With whatever it is that you're doing. Exactly. But you're also going to feel if you don't, if you don't have a sense of purpose. Yeah, exactly. And with this break, like there were times where I felt like, man, I did not have a sense of purpose. Trading gave me a sense of purpose because the big picture is Loveland, etc. Lifepurpose.com gives me, a, gives me a sense of purpose and that it gives me something that I, I show up for and that we speak about and that I have these responsibilities and these commitments. That's what I think having a sense of purpose is really about. It's having a sense of feeling responsible for something and being committed to something, you know, where you are being of service to something other than yourself. And, you know, Emma, like I know that you are at this stage now where like great that you're realizing, yeah, I can't do this on my own. And maybe you're really thinking twice about what it means to create. Because creating is not just the idea of, oh, let me show up and let me have this idea, let me show up and let me talk and sound fancy. It's the whole, it's from beginning to end, from idea to production and what goes on after that. And it's, it's a long game. And if you want other people that can help you with that, you have to understand your place in the circle of it. 
and be in your spot. If you're in your spot and that person is in their spot and that other person is in their spot, you're definitely going to win the game. But you can't win the game if you're thinking, I have to be the linebacker, I have to be the free safety, I have to be the, the, the defensive end. You can't do that. Play your role. Do your job. And that's all you can do and that's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.